0: sex and then i never went home (laughs) one of those
1: one of those like weekend long first dates
0: no like the first like we like the first night we spent apart was probably two years later shut the fuck up i'm not kidding what are you what i didn't leave what
1: wait wait
0: (laughs) hold on but first a word from our sponsors
1: dick wipes yes i am telling you about promessence new dick wipes these wipes will help you last longer in bed and take up no more space than a condom. Buy Promescent's new delay wipes today at Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T The Handy is leading a sex toy revolution for the dick havers. So you're going to want to get this one wrapped around your cock with free shipping when you use promo code Billy20 at TheHandy.com. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, Guidos, Cheetos, and Danny DeVito's. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. It'd be so cool if Danny DeVito listened to my show, let alone multiple Danny DeVito's. Hey, everybody, welcome. This week on the pod, I have got on Michelle Guido, aka Hey Guido, nay, the unapologetic feminist. We're talking about OnlyFans, borderline personality disorder, and growing up repressed. Had a lot of fun with her and her uh, pseudo security guard, silent friend on the bed, making sure I wasn't a total weirdo. So that was, uh, it was it's, it, I, I don't love when the guest. you know needs to have somebody in the room with them but i totally get and understand and accept why the lone bright spot in that socially uncomfortable situation for me is that i do end up getting an audience member for the whole show because you know i say a lot of stuff into this microphone and i think it's funny but if the guest didn't laugh then like i don't fucking know so it's nice that i had him and i was like oh he confirms if something was good or not And I like to think I crushed with that audience of one. (laughs) Uh, But first I want to remind y'all that we've got this excellent, sex-positive, supportive, super fun, and free online community called The Champagne Room. And to to quote uh, one of my favorites, Chris Rock, There is no sex in The Champagne Room. But there is a lot of sex talk in the Champagne Room, Hey, I mean, we've got an entire channel just dedicated to sexual achievement Sunday stories. And one of the channels in the Champagne Room is the episode discussion channel, where you can connect with like-minded listeners about all things Man Whore Podcast, where you all can discuss uh, the guests that I have here on the show. For example, I mean, episode 402 with Dylan Birdstall, when we brought him back, that one was wow lot of emotional reactions in the server to that one. For example, Cap Cap'n Funkasaurus wrote, Holy shit, I feel so empathetic and seen after hearing this one. Dylan is in a very similar space to where I'm at, and I would just love to tell him he's not alone, and it does get better if you keep working on it. Fuck, I needed this episode. If y'all remember that episode with Dylan, episode 402, We were talking about confidence and body image and, well, are fat guys welcome at the sex party? Another listener, BikeGirl72, she wrote, Is it like this for fat women at play parties? I would be so afraid that no one would want me, and I don't know how I would handle that, and, and why I'm afraid to explore this option. Like, I married the second man I dated, afraid no one else would want me. Fear of rejection because of our body seems to be a very shared fear among us invader1337 wrote this was an amazing and heartfelt conversation it made me think about how like billy said a bit further up we all have feelings of inadequacy some of the more standardly attractive people i know seem to only see and speak to the flaws they see in themselves and what really resonates with me is not wanting to be scary to people i'm six foot five and learn to smile constantly in public just to try and help others feel at ease I'd also slouch my shoulders and diminish myself to appear less threatening. Uh, hashtag tall people problems. Had no idea. And 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 one other comment I'll read. There were a lot for this episode, but I, you know, Laura wrote, "I related to this hard." The person not picked at the sex party fear is really what makes me not want to go to sex parties. That being said, I love a big dude with a beard, and I am actively resisting the urge to slide into Dylan's DMs and tell him how much I enjoyed this episode because I also don't want to be a creep. To which I encourage Laura, slide, slide. slide girl, slide, fucking do it. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to join the conversation, you want to connect with like-minded listeners, it is free to join the Champagne Room. Introduce yourself today at manhorpod.com slash discord now over the years many of you have heard me possibly complain about uh (laughs) about the complaints about my monologues about my intros how apparently there are some of you who just really are averse to me talking by myself so i'm gonna try something a little new i'm just gonna try a little something we're gonna call it uh, a max speed monologue Instead of going on and on about one or two topics, I'm just going to try to barrel through several things I wanted to share with y'all. And I, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can do this in a minute. I think I can do this in a minute, but we're going to see. So I'm just going to... Mm, we're going to rev up, rev up max speed monologue and go. Number one, Hacienda. We had Hacienda on Saturday night and I looked like a goddamn snack. Go check my Instagram if you want to see the outfit. Uh, And I fucked a stranger for the first time at one of these parties. I don't normally do that, Uh, especially because earlier that day on the J train, I had a knife pulled on me six inches to my face. And I know what you're thinking, Billy, what were you wearing? Um, MasterCard has some scary rule changes coming up on Saturday, October 15th. It's the end of the porn as we know it. Or is it? Sex workers are freaking out online. Is it warranted or not? We're sadly going to have to wait till the 15th to find out. There's a new law in California. An anti-stealthing law has officially been passed and signed. If you remove a condom without the consent of your partner, guess what? You're going to jail. Just fucking stop. What are you doing? And last but not least, in the, in the realm of, hey, what are you doing? I, I did visit Show World, the like adult theater with all the glory holes out on Long Island on Sunday night. I don't know. I was feeling squirrely, but I you know what? I'm good. can a guy jerk off in a peep show booth without people constantly opening the curtain? Leave me alone. I'm trying to jerk off semi in public over here. And that was the Max Speed monologue. How'd I do? Oh, okay. But like a minute and a half is not bad, considering sometimes I'll go on like 12-15 minutes about just one topic. And who needs that? Not me. Before I get to my guest this week, Michelle Guido, we're going to do a little fan whore appreciation moment. Okay, this is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout out to a member of the fan whore community on Patreon. Big shout out to Jamie Hartman. It was so great to meet you at manhorcon. I hear you had... I'll just say I hear, I hear you had a good time. Aren't fanhor such a like a fun, flirty and cuddly group? I'm glad you had a ball or two in your mouth maybe. I'm not sure. I I wasn't in the better under it as my mother would say. <laughs> but uh it's been great having you part of the community and in the peep show. Do you not know about the peep show people? Oh. Y'all are missing out if you don't know about the peep show. The peep show is our our super sexy group chat on telegram it's available to all of my ten dollar and up members on patreon and it's just a group chat where we share like nudes gifts and compliments all day every day and you can join us in there uh either in the peep show or at any reward tier and gain access to oh so much more content and you also get to have the satisfaction of knowing you're keeping in a roof over my head Become a member today at patreon.com/slash manhorpodcast. That's patreon, dot com slash manhorpodcast. And a real quick uh, business, a, little, a real brief point of order over here. One of our sponsors this week, Promescent, they're back. We're talking about the dick wipes. Just to clear up if there's any confusion, uh, no, there is no promo code this time. Uh, when, when you go to make your order, just do fill in the box at checkout where it says, where did you hear about us? Do make sure you say my name or you say the man whore podcast so they know who sent you. I'll tell you more about the dick wipes during the ad read because I, I I did. I, well, I didn't use the wipes, but I used the spray in a moment, in a moment. My guest this week, Michelle Guido, you might know her on Twitter and Instagram, at HeyGuido. You might have been a fan of her prior work on YouTube and Facebook with The Unapologetic Feminist. You're going to hear momentarily why she's leaned a bit away from that work and how she's leaned into the sex work. Specifically, shooting that sexy, sexy content for own that platform. <laughs> Let's go chat with Michelle Guido. When I'm watching VR porn, it looks so realistic. It it really does seem like she is right there in front of me with her hand wrapped around my cock, all oiled up. It really looks that way with those fucking goggles on. The only thing that's missing from this realistic visual is a realistic sensation down below as it's happening. Until the handy... One of our sponsors this week and legitimately my (laughs) one of my favorite, 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 favorite sex toys that I own. Oh, my gosh. It's a handjob machine. This is the most realistic feeling automated stroker I've ever stuck my dick in. And over the last seven and a half years, I have stuck my dick in some toys, people. And they're just it's just never been for me until our friends in Norway invented a better way to do it. So now, when I got that VR headset on and it really does look like she's right there in front of me, now when I link it to my handy, it also feels like she's right there in front of me. And you can get expedited free shipping when you use my promo code, Billy20, B I L L Y 20, at thehandy.com. Get your handy today at thehandy, H A N D Y.com, and use the promo code. Billy 20 at checkout. The man war podcast is sponsored by Promescent. Now I actually have a story for Promescent from this past weekend. Cause uh, you know, I accidentally found myself in a marathon jerking off session. You know, I'm, I'm not proud to say this, but I think I aggregate jerked off for like five hours. Uh, I think I did a couple of, of, of super long sessions and I, and and then that's kind of what led me to go, out to long island to go to the peep show booths because like you know what maybe i'll go out there and something crazy will happen maybe there will be women there at the glory hole maybe there will be someone who i can kind of round up to a woman at the glory hole uh maybe i'll just want to go jerking in a semi-public space but i was throbbing so hard i was so incredibly sensitive and turned on that i was like really nervous i would drive out there it's like 45 minutes i would drive out there and i get there and i would like not be able to control myself, and I would come way too quickly. So what did I do? I took out my Promescent Delay Spray, my Climax Control Spray from Promescent. And as I was approaching the place, I pulled over, I whipped my dick out, and I and I gave it a few, I gave it a few sprays. Now, you know, I'm I don't suffer from premature ejaculation, so I don't need the full dosage. I gave myself like one, like two or three sprays, and ten minutes later, I'm not gonna say my cock was numb, but my cock was definitely less sensitive. Than it was during the entire car ride. Seriously, like I was nervous I was gonna come in my pants in the car just from <laughs> vibrations of driving. That's how incredibly sensitive I was. I mean, if you are into edging, if you are into lasting a little longer in bed, and I this is not like an this is not their official usage, but I have heard stories that if you wanna make anal a little easier, spraying this once or twice on the butthole might might assist in that endeavor. And now they even have a new product for the more casual and convenient user. They've got dick wipes, the Promescent Delay Wipes. You can stick one or two of those little packs in your pocket, tear it open, swipe, swipe, and you're good to go. Great for someone who just needs a little extra assistance in the stamina department. Pick yours up today at Promescent.com. That's Piaz and in peter r o m e s c e n t dot where you can click the link in the show notes families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive
0: help supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids and for parents try three new brainy chews to help you focus chill out or get energized Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's
1: O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now let's get to the show.
0: I didn't start OnlyFans to get to where I am now. Like, it was just going to be lingerie at first. Like, I was like, you know what? Let me make one, put some lingerie and make some extra money. Cause mm. I literally just quit my job. There's a pandemic and now nobody's hiring. <laughs> so that's kind of how that
1: started. Did you have to do like a negotiation in your head of like, okay, I'll do lingerie, but I'm not going to do this? Or?
0: Yes. There were a lot of uh, changes along the way. So um, OnlyFans has really been like an avenue where I have. Explored, like, my sexuality and yeah. just openness with sex. Uh, I grew up, like, Catholic and, you know. I can know. hear it in the accent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Calendar. <laughs> Sinning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Abstinence. I,
0: I was very prude for, like...
1: He's my audience this entire time. That's how I'm going to know if something was um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's going to give it away when he laughs. <laughs> um, uh, I was very prude for... A very long time. So when I first started, I was like just lingerie. Like Hmm. me and my husband had obviously a conversation about boundaries and like what he was comfortable with, with, what I am comfortable with. And it's it has changed along Hmm. the way we've had. You know, new conversations of like, you know what, maybe I am comfortable with this. But it definitely didn't start off as me thinking I was going to be like eating pussy on camera.
1: So You're eating pussy on camera. Yeah. Good good for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, I get a lot of people that are like, you know, can you do boy girl stuff? And I'm like, I don't do boy girl stuff. I'm sorry. You know, I actually... Not that they don't like what I do do, which I work with either women or non-binary individuals. I, I don't do anything with men. Yeah. My husband doesn't want to be on there. But I get a lot of requests for girl, boy. And I'm like, there's so many creators that do it. Why do you have to try to make me do
1: it? Because you're not doing it. If you were doing it, they wouldn't request it
0: would
1: be If you weren't posting as much girl, girl, they'd be like, can you do, can hook up with more girls? Yeah. They just want you to do what you yeah. do. I don't hook up with dudes. IRL or on camera and they're yeah. like can you fucking can you do some stuff with dicks and I'm I'd love to see you do fuck you. Like, <laughs> but if I was fucking dudes in the beginning they'd be like you can do stuff with yeah. women they just want the people to transgress on camera really, for them really and they want to pay as little as possible to see it. Yeah. Preferably zero. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
0: They want the free samples of <laughs> your whole video.
1: <laughs> oh. So what was it like finally like What was it like exposing The lingerie photos to start with
0: Um, That was not uncomfortable That was fine Um, And I only did that for months And I made a decent income On doing that I mean I was making like $5,000 a month and now, just doing the lingerie.
1: And did you do like all those, like the Reddit hustles and share for shares, or was this just like the fan base that pre existed?
0: So I tried all that stuff, but yeah, it was just the fan base that preexisted. existed. Um, I tried Reddit. I can't figure it out. Uh, the share for shares, I don't believe really work. Mm-hmm. I think people follow you on OnlyFans because they're a fan of you. Um, you know, I'll share somebody every once in a while, very rarely. And I noticed that only an average of like 5 guys will go to that new girl's page and i really believe it's just because they want to follow who they know on social media but yeah it was um starting off it was my twitter but then i saw that tiktok was a really good avenue so i started building that and like, holy shit, TikTok is the avenue to go for OnlyFans.
1: Really? <laughs> yes. See, I thought it would be so suppressive.
0: <laughs> oh, it's hard to be on there. I mean, they they block me. They, they've, you know, they're going to delete my account with 120,000 people. I built a backup because they've threatened to do that with 50,000. They've threatened to take that now. I mean, it, it is hard.
1: What is it that you're showing that they're so upset about?
0: Just even alluding. I mean, I think once they know that you're a sex worker, you're flagged. My most popular videos... Are me in a Pokemon onesie, and I don't know. Like I'm on there in a maid's outfit. I'm on there, you know, in different things. And it's no, I put on that Pokemon onesie, and I don't know what it is about that.
1: <laughs> They're like, that's what Michelle's like at home. That's what she's. If if I were if I were with Michelle, that's why I would walk into the living room and see. I think that's the exciting thing to. Yeah, them, no, you know? it is. It that's is. wild, and it's a good time to say I'm here with uh, Michelle Guido. Yeah, what, what what were you doing before doing OnlyFans online?
0: I, you know, I started a YouTube channel at first. It, it wasn't ever really my most successful uh, avenue. But I started one because I went to college and I took a couple classes and I learned about feminism. And I grew up in a town where I thought, like, I believed the... Feminism is a man hating cult. Really?
1: Oh yeah. Who taught you that?
0: I I just uh, I never learned anything really different. Close oh, close. close. I never learned <laughs> anything really different. Um y- they don't really talk about it in school and high schools and they don't really teach you about that and so I went and I got a higher education and I started to learn about it. And I'm like, this isn't what I thought it was. And I'm like, you know what? I know why a lot of people think it's this. And maybe I can make content online and reach those people that have this view. Because I had this view. I I used to hate feminists. I used to be like, I mean, I have talked shit about feminists online. Really? Yeah. Up
1: until like when? like 16 17
0: Oh no, are older than that. Oh my. Um like 23 probably. 22 23 is when I you know, started getting the higher education and and learn differently.
1: Is that because are you like the bridge to the Midwest? Are you like feminism's yeah. bridge? <laughs> like, do you know? Because like like why, like why would you even? Because you you know as a kid you don't just think like yeah feminists suck until you learn better. Someone has to kind of like put that in your ear.
0: Well, you have to remember, I'm not in New York. I'm right. in the middle of nowhere in cornfields where I grew up. I were it's just cornfields, so we're not right. having these conversations. So. You know, you kind of get that idea, I guess, when you're not having those conversations. And so that was kind of my starting point of like, maybe I can change some minds because I, I know why they think this. Mm. So I definitely started trying to have conversations and it, I definitely had a lot of uh, bad faith
1: conversations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Internet's full of those.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that is like... Kind of what I started. And then I kind of went from there to I wanted to grow a platform. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a voice in that. Uh, but nowadays I've taken more of a back seat because when I started, you know, I was still learning. And I think that. I am a woman and I do deserve to to have my voice heard in that space. You know, Mm -hmm. my opinions and my voice deserves to be heard. But the more I listened and learned to others, the more I realized, like, I don't need... I'm a white woman. I don't need to be a leading voice in feminism right now. You don't? No, I don't. (laughs) There's a... (laughs) it's, It's not a... You know, I... I stopped trying to, you know, be the leading voice. Not that I was trying to be the top leading voice, you know, but at one point I was really trying to work that, that angle. And I wanted to maybe, you know, write books and do speeches. And then I got more into intersectional feminism and I thought, you know, we don't need any more books by white women on Mm. feminism. So.
1: And then it's like, what else to write about?
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I, am still an activist I'm still definitely a feminist activist mm. but I am taking more of a back seat because of the fact that I don't think that I need to be a leader in the area
1: yeah. when you're first getting exposed to these like feminist ideas you know in college as you're learning it in a different environment is any of it blowing your mind was there anything that kind of like initially rocked your world did you fight it a lot for those four years five if you were having a really good time
0: uh, uh, six uh. <laughs> Way to go! That's,
1: that would have been my dad's style if you ever went um
0: yeah uh you know like I,
1: feminist van wilder
0: i don't re- <laughs> i don't remember i do remember being like you know kind of shook i i remember a woman saying you don't have a, a woman teacher saying she didn't take her husband's last name and i was like what we don't have to do that yeah and then i didn't take my husband's last name (laughs) Ah. and um uh but that of course wasn't the most important thing that stuck out to me but yeah there were a lot of things that kind of blur together now Mm. because i'm you know 30 now but a lot of uh injustices with people of color that Mm. i didn't know i mean i don't use my degree um, so much like in my career But like I don't regret getting it Because of the person like it turned me into Just like learning all of that
1: yeah. Do you feel like uh, you know having your upbringing And your education makes you like someone Better suited to like reach out And, and try to educate people from back there
0: Yeah but I
1: Because you can speak their language Yeah
0: imagine. but I do less of it now Because it's not worth it's You got to preaching to the people that just don't get it more times than not. You get bad faith arguments and they don't want to learn. And that's what I, you know, I, I went into it thinking, oh, they want to learn like me. They're just, they just don't understand. Mm. And I (laughs) learned that most of them do not want to learn and they're just going to make you expel all your energy and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, make you go in a circle and they don't have any idea to, or, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They don't really want to change.
1: There's not really. Yeah. There's really no curiosity.
0: Yeah. They, they don't want to change the belief.
1: Yeah. No one like wants their belief system challenged right now. No. Anymore. It's, it's it, I think also on the left. I think like we are in a country of people who like are really set in however oh, yeah. they think.
0: It's on both sides.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I'll hear people like criticize a comedy special that they haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Not that the special isn't worth criticizing, mm-hmm. but you do have to watch the thing yeah. to like be able to... Crit- like Otherwise, it's textbook ignorance. No. And, and mm-hmm. <laughs> People want to go nuts.
0: It's a, It's a sheep thing, I think. You know, it's when your side says something is bad. A lot of people just go with that mm. thinking. They don't challenge it and they don't want to think anything different. Yeah. So
1: what was the like uh attitude towards like sexuality and gender growing up where you grew up Uh, i know you said you were raised catholic
0: yeah so religion definitely put an idea on me but then i also had a mother that was very like a very sexual like person like she didn't um ever put any I mean I had a boyfriend in high school where I was allowed to go in my bedroom with the the door shut he was allowed to sleep over um but I wasn't having sex with him and uh you know I could have easily been but I think part of that was definitely uh religion which I got through my grandmother not my mother um but yeah I mean I could have been but I you know did you ever
1: tell your mom that you weren't having sex during all that yeah and did she she go like what the fuck i gave you the opportunity i gave you the rule system like i was inviting you to do it
0: she didn't you know i mean it wasn't something that she thought that that was my choice and if i wanted to do that then that was fine and so yeah she didn't put any roadblocks up and now i look back at that and i'm like that's crazy that right i mean we were like 17 and 18 years old for like six months that poor guy <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's wild it, it's wild that like you know you had that freedom to do so and you still didn't choose it and mm-hmm. it's not because like mom secretly like i don't know i bet you mom probably is like yeah, yeah i hope she's like experimenting mm-hmm. with the thing but it sounds like grandma was more the influence
0: mm-hmm. yeah how'd and, that happen um my grandmother played a big role in raising me mm-hmm. um so like you know i went to church i went to church Was mom camp. off being
1: too sexual is that what the uh mom?
0: yeah sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah um you know my grandmother is very catholic even though you know she's not around anymore so there's so many questions i'd like to ask her but she was also married five times, <laughs> so you know. Now, as an adult, I'm like, wait a minute, like, how are you this Catholic? But like, yeah, I mean, I, I said my prayers before bed. I said my prayers when I woke up. I went to church camp. Like, I blocked you a lot of it in out. It. Oh yeah. Um. But like, I mean, I was doing everything besides sex. Uh, with that guy you know I thought like oh yeah I can suck his dick that's fine but like having sex is what's
1: bad. As you wipe the cum off your face she's like yeah this is Jesus approved. (laughs) Yeah. This is
0: fine. (laughs) This is fine. It's totally totally fine.
1: I bet you Mary took loads to the face. Totally okay. (laughs) She was a virgin right everybody?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, Maybe I should have just done it and lied about it. I mean apparently that's fine.
1: Was, Was the exposure to feminism did that kind of give any sort permission structure to like start exploring more sexually no no
0: you know like when i finally like had sex i was almost 20 and i really just had sex because i wanted to like finally get it over with like it wasn't um you know and so i did that and then that didn't end that well and then i was like you know i was we we had dated for two years or whatever and um, you know, he was cheating on me Which, whatever, we were young kids You know what I mean? But it's like I waited so long And then I lost it to this guy And then this girl posted photos of them And so I was like, oh, what?
1: Wait, what happened there?
0: She, like, posted photos of them online But, like, you know, in my head I'm like, oh my god, I waited so long To lose my quote-unquote virginity Which I don't really believe in anymore But at the time I did And I was like, and then look what happened um, So we broke up after 2 years and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and have like a one-night stand or I'm finally going to do something crazy and there's this guy at work and I'm going to have a one-night stand with him and or maybe like two or three times if he's good at it and like now I'm married to him so <laughs> oh, that was the guy. Well. <laughs> yeah. That was the guy. Yeah. So, I think oh. I did it wrong, but what,
1: what was this the was this the the car rental job or Um uh, no, <laughs> no, it was
0: Walgreens. Oh, this just
1: you you fucked your Wal- Walgreens employee? Yeah,
0: I did. And, like, so, yeah, I didn't, I literally just, that was, I was going to go crazy, and then I, yeah, I just.
1: I mean, it's definitely crazy fucking a Walgreens coworker, I think, so. I'm I more mean, of a CVS guy myself, so.
0: <laughs> we didn't do it in Walgreens, but, you
1: know. Oh, I fucked a woman in the back of a Carvel once, that was interesting. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, match on app. She's like, "Work Carvel." I get off at this time. I was like, "You want to like keep the door unlocked?"
0: Oh my goodness! I
1: went in there. Like, I think I ate her out on like a cooler.
0: Oh, in the car?
1: No, no, no. Like in the back. Like she was closing down, and she like closed down on her own. Oh. And then like, then I just went into the back. Like she propped open the back door, and I just walked in. I met this woman right away for the first time, and just kind of went at it and did things. And then afterwards, she made me a milkshake. <laughs> A really nice chocolate milk so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you I want know. like any ice cream we are in carvel
0: <laughs> that's hilarious yeah see i never you know i i wish i had some stories like that but i was like so not crazy i i married the one night stand guy so,
1: yeah yeah what what was uh hitting on him like as someone who had not really been that promiscuous and you had an intention in your mind like that gun i'm gonna fuck This guy and I'm gonna do one to three times depending on his skill level. And oh shit, I now I gotta go approach. So like, how what would you do? How what was the meet cute?
0: I mean, he was into me. It was obvious. So I just asked him for his phone number.
1: (laughs) Was he all like equally, kind of sexually suppressed?
0: No. Okay, he was just chilling. He had more experience than I did for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And and what what was what was it? What was that first time like?
0: Um, we had sex and then I never went home. <laughs> one of those,
1: one of those like weekend long first dates?
0: No, like the first, like we, I, the first night we spent apart was probably two years
1: later. Shut
0: the fuck no, up. I'm not kidding. What are you, what? I didn't leave. What?
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm not Hold joking. Hold on. Okay, let me get a couple pieces of information real quick. Uh, like, is there an age difference? Not really. Not really. Like two years. Okay. Uh, but like he might have had like his own Space or something like that, at that He point. lived in
0: his brother's basement
1: <laughs> You went to live with your Walgreens co-worker <laughs> Attempted one night stand in your, his brother's Were you homeless or were you okay
0: uh, um, we're thinking- <laughs> You know his brother was his best man At our wedding and gave a speech about my, my Walk of shames every morning out of his basement
1: <laughs> Yeah but the walk of shame Usually involves like going home
0: yeah, like I would go home and get dressed and go to work, but then I would come back at night. And I just never left. I am a very clingy person. Yeah. So yeah. i mean, I guess I'll admit that.
1: What was it that you, uh, that drew you to him that made you not want to leave?
0: Um, he didn't make me leave.
1: Yeah. It was as simple as that. He's like, I'm not I I'm not gonna kick you out. You leave when you want to.
0: Um Yeah, you know, all of my relationships, not only with, like, men, but just, like, friends and, like, parents and stuff. I I have BPD, so... Bipolar? uh, Borderline personality disorder. So, everybody has kind of, at one point or another, like, my past relationships had made me feel either not good enough at one point, or, like, I annoyed them, or... Um, you know, we'd get in a fight. It was very up and down. Like all of my past relationships, break up and makeup. And partially of that was because of the men I dated, but partially was because of my own issues of you can compliment me a hundred times, but I'm going to remember the one time that you made me feel not good enough. And I just played in my head over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's, uh, he never made me feel like the sun didn't shine out of my ass. <laughs> And so, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's what, what did it. It just, he never made me feel like I needed to leave or I never felt annoying or, yeah.
1: That's really sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because then you go home, then it's like, well, there's no one there to remind you like, hey, you're like a decent human being.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had kind of a, I had a toxic uh, home life too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was good to be able to get out of that.
1: Yeah. And what was it like to like, you had this mission, you were like, I'm gonna fuck this Walgreens <laughs> and his nice it's fun vest that we all wear and 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 what what like did that whatever suppression and sh- maybe shames that was around from from growing up mm-hmm. was you know and grandma in the back of your head mm-hmm. was any of that still there after that first time was it instantly gone did yeah it take I had time?
0: I had told him at one point I'm like we're not dating like we can we can have sex with other people like, cause in my head, wow. i in my head. I was still like, I'm gonna have sex with other people, and then he's like, No, we can't. And I was like, What? And he's like, You haven't left in months. <laughs> We're not having sex with other people.
1: That was the exclusivity talk. Was yeah. uh, was no, you can't. Yeah, he's <laughs> he
0: like, he's like, if you have sex with someone else, I'm done. And I was like, All right, I won't then.
1: And you haven't had sex with anyone else uh, off camera since.
0: Uh yeah, just on camera.
1: Mazel. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. And, and so that's been like what, like ten years?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Holy ten shit! Years. Good yeah. for you. Thanks. That's wild. Yeah, it is.
1: Did when did you get diagnosed with borderline?
0: Three years ago?
1: Oh, so like back then, you had no oh, idea. Oh no,
0: I had no idea, oh, and my. it was uh, it's a lot harder navigating life not knowing why I was doing some of the things I was doing.
1: <laughs> what 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 clarity in your sex and dating life kind of came into view once you got that that diagnosis?
0: Um, the way that I can't let s- things go, like the way you know when something hurts me, I can't let that go. Um, some of my like clinginess, definitely. Um, I get so afraid that people are going to leave me that sometimes I will suffocate them to death.
1: Oh my god! Did you kill somebody?
0: <laughs> and you know, what? <laughs> I,
1: have, I have an ex who put like an ex girlfriend in the hospital, but uh, that's like kind of the, the height of it. I've never had a murderer. No, on I mean the show. I
0: I hit a guy with a car once, but Sh- that was it. Seriously,
1: please tell me that's real. It's, it Is it,
0: it is? Oh my god! <laughs> okay. To be fair. To
1: be fair. <laughs> you love a, I hit a guy with a car on purpose story that starts with, in my defense.
0: In in my defense. He, he had, he was not a very good guy and I was trying to leave the situation <laughs> and he wouldn't get out from in front of the fucking car. I didn't hit him hard. I bumped him like, you're going to get out of the front. But he was trying right. to like prevent me from leaving. So yeah, I bumped him with the car and he was like, you just hit me with your car. And I'm like, get the fuck out from in front of my car and let me go what
1: was that really what was going on over there
0: uh, it was a very toxic relationship you know um but like again we were young you know 20 21 19 20 21 um you know at that age you don't even have your frontal cortex of your brain fully mm-hmm. developed so we're like walking around without fully developed brains so i don't really know him anymore
1: i mean but. however he was treating you did you think that was just how relationships worked
0: I was so desperate to be loved that I was like willing to take it, yeah.
1: And, and you, But you knew, like, I don't deserve to be treated. This
0: oh, way. I knew it wasn't right, but I just didn't want to be alone. I didn't <laughs> want to, like, not be loved.
1: I know so many people who will, like, go bat so hard for their friends or who will, mm-hmm. like, insist that their friends leave XYZ toxic situation, mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, don't fuck that guy. He's done. Like, But then when it comes to their own love lives, mm-hmm. um, it's really hard for them to, like, enforce the same The same advice and the same suggestions.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't give people advice like that. Like, I just, you know, I don't know what you're going through. And I've definitely dealt with it. I mean, yeah, I mean, that guy was, he was abusive. There was cheating. There was drugs. There was a lot of stuff. But I just ignored it because, you know, I needed to be loved. And even though that wasn't love, but... I mean he doubt- he tattooed a down to fuck tattoo on his arm while we were dating.
1: that's a winner,
0: yeah, so. You know, and again, I don't know him anymore. You know, I don't know who he is as an adult. And I'm sure he's probably lovely, but.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, you do? <laughs> you know, I
0: really, I really think that he is, you know, from what I've seen, I, I really do believe that he's probably a much, in a, off the drugs and stuff is probably a much better man, but.
1: Does that make you feel differently about like any abuse that was going down?
0: Yeah, I don't really, you know, like I'll make jokes. Um, you know about the cheating and stuff, and people will be like, "Well, that's not funny." I'm like, "We're like, who cares? I that doesn't bother me. I mean, some of the abusive stuff does, but like the that, you know, like you're trying to figure it out, and you're young, and you're like a kid, and I don't know. Maybe I don't hold on to it like some people. I don't know. Sure. I
1: mean, you, you know, you sound very, you sound very like almost forgiving about it.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, he has a daughter. I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely father, and I. Wish him nothing but the best, honestly. I, if he reached out to me and needed something, I'd probably still be there. Like I, you know, I, I, I'm the kind of person that like if I loved you, I'll always have love for you. Just stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, wow. Yeah. So. And how has uh, how has the bipolar like kind of played into your relationship with your husband over the last like decade? Um, does that cause any difficulties or, or you know? Is, does it go smooth sailing? Or? Um,
0: borderline personality disorder. but Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, sorry, you're fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it really helps that, you know, he doesn't make me feel like I'm not, like, you know, the sun doesn't shine out my ass. You know, that mm. that helps. Um, but, yeah, I mean, off medications and, you know, there's been times where, you know, I wasn't on meds and I trashed the whole house. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been times that were kind of rough just because of my mental state, but like now, like when I'm in a good mental state, it doesn't really, he's very much like, we're going to talk this out. I'm not going to like get up and leave. And like, for me, if you get up and leave, that's the abandonment. So I think that he kind of, you know, uh, knows that like he is clued in on that, so he
1: do, he's he does he doesn't do the thing either. Everyone else did, or that you're always worried everyone mm-hmm. else is going to do. He actually he's like you can throw as many plates as you want. I'm going to sit on this couch and mm-hmm. wait for you to calm down. Does yeah. that sound about? Or right? he
0: might storm off. You know, he temporarily might, but he'll come back. He'll oh. come right back. Like he's not going to leave the house. Like he might step away for a minute, depending on mm-hmm. what the situation is. But he'll come back and be like, let's talk.
1: Mm-hmm. now what was or is i don't know if it was is will be uh but what was the unapologetic feminist
0: uh me being unapologetically myself and <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm just yeah i'm gonna tell you what i think unapologetically i guess
1: and now with that would you know that facebook page is huge and massive i know
0: and, and i've stopped using it and <laughs> I, I i don't like I said, I'm kind of taking a back seat. I I kind of want to, you know, get back into that a little bit, but yeah, I'm definitely taking a back seat a little sure. bit.
1: But w- was that like an offshoot of the YouTube channel you were doing or or what what yeah. was that whole brand? What was it that you were you were doing?
0: Yeah, I was doing a lot of feminist content on YouTube, but uh YouTube is the worst. <laughs> and I had gotten a very bad stalker on YouTube. Aye. And uh YouTube i assume because he
1: didn't like the feminism uh
0: he like found me on youtube slid into my dms on twitter asked me to fuck i said no and it he stalked me horrifically for like two years oh god yeah what'd
1: that look like
0: um like sending me pictures of my house he got my phone number somehow Holy shit yeah called me over and over again he would describe how he was gonna rape and kill me he would send me pictures of him and his gun. Um, he told the cops he was going to kill me,
1: <laughs> and they, did they nothing, didn't. And they didn't do
0: anything. No, they didn't do anything. Um, Officer, yeah,
1: going to kill her. That you know, have a nice day. You look very white. You know, probably fine. Go on, go forth.
0: <laughs> and then he he went to jail because of his next victim. He showed up with the gun. Yeah. So like I'm. Thankful he didn't escalate, he didn't he didn't hurt them, but like he showed up and was arrested and like and he swatted them. He had them swatted too.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, so and, and you were with you were with your then boyfriend, maybe husband yeah. at the time, right? And so. you
0: told him he was gonna kill me. <laughs> he told everyone. He um I had kept blocking numbers. He masked his number as my dad. Yeah. And so when the call came through, it said my dad was calling. So I answered it and it was him. He said, "Hi, this is your dad." And I knew by the voice, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like he called my sister, told her he was going to murder her. Like it was bad.
1: I mean, would that set off any of uh, any of the borderline, or would that just set things off in general? How? I would, mean,
0: yeah, I that sounds terrifying. Was I found out where he lived, and I was I wanted to go down there and dig a grave in his front yard and leave a shovel there <laughs> like, oh so you the,
1: don't play around really either i
0: was like i was told <laughs> don't do it i was i was <laughs> seriously like i'm gonna go down there i'm gonna dig a grave in the middle of the night in his fucking yard and i'm gonna put the shovel there
1: you're ready like take out the hoop earrings key the car you're yeah. just like oh, i can fight too
0: i mean i that's <laughs> that is why i have a gun now oh eventually gosh, gun? yeah and eventually oh. i just got sick of it and i was like all right come is get he me here is it here? Is
1: it here? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, can you I'm, even
0: have a gun in New York? I don't know. No,
1: but that's why I'm just like, I don't know. I don't really see them in real life. So anytime have... someone's like, yeah, I was like, can I just see? I was like, that's cool. You haven't seen a gun? <laughs> I mean, not many. Like, I, I, There was a chick in Texas once who, <laughs> when I was out there visiting her in Odessa, you know, uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I've got like a little, I was driving her home. She I have a little gun in my like purse I was like can I see it because I was like I'm a a sheltered New Yorker I'm not from upstate where like they do have the guns that's so
0: cute I grew
1: up in the burbs of Jersey I went to college like
0: ARs up close I mean I don't condone that I don't think anyone should own one but I I I know people that do so I
1: had a knife point in my face on Saturday like three in the afternoon on the J train that was like a first for me I'm 32 years old Oh my
0: god I'm so (laughs) sorry I'm
1: just like weapons are like a weird concept to me so again if I hear like if someone was a gun owner I'm just like that's fascinating because I'm also just like Like, I feel like if the shit... I've been contemplating for the last couple of years like do I need a gun because like, I if, think yes yeah because if shit goes zombie-esque well I don't know it's
0: not even for zombies or to take over the government it's because I don't believe that cops are gonna put I don't I don't believe they'll protect you so I got a gun because like if someone's gonna come in my house and get me I'm gonna protect myself like now I'm like everybody should ha- I don't I don't believe that you need like 500 guns like I don't I, I believe in strict gun laws at, for sure but yes I think that everybody should have one in their house because you're going to call the cops they are going to take 30 minutes to get there and if someone's trying to break in your house you're probably dead if they have one
1: so did you get the gun in response to the stalker oh
0: yeah i have a Uh shotgun like i'm (laughs) but you got like
1: after that was going oh yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah I sleep with it by my bed. Still,
1: wait, really? Yeah, You're like spoon with it. And is no, it the big spoon or the little spoon? <laughs> <laughs> and where is your husband in that matter? <laughs> well, it's on his side on of his the side. bed. I'm gonna
0: let him use it, but like, it's on, our, you know. And we're not gonna miss.
1: It's 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 our shotgun. <laughs> it's our um, shotgun. <laughs> honey, it is our shotgun.
0: I paid for it, but it's our shotgun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, did the stalker like put any strain on on the relationship anytime? Oh
0: no. No. Cool. I mean, he scared us it was unsettling but finally i'm just like all right come get me he didn't which was really bad because the next person he went to their house so like but he lived it turned out he lived in texas so that is another reason the cops wouldn't do anything was because he lived in texas but that his next victim also lived in texas so
1: yeah they said yeah and so now why would you believe the cops are going to do anything? It's yeah. just like, he says, I'm going to do it. And they were just like, have a nice fucking day.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, he went, he went to jail.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the laws are just so fucking nuts. We, I have a friend of mine who's on the show maybe a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a sex worker, Lucy Moon. And, and she was, she shared this story about this like stalker who she like ended up getting to take the court out in, out in her city. And, you know, the judge basically said, look, And she gave she gave the guy a stern fucking talk, but she's like, under the laws, I can't really do anything. I can't grant this like order of protection right now. Mm -hmm. But like, if you do fucking anything, like I'm gonna mess with your kids' custody stuff, I will be able to grant that. But because she's sometimes people just hands are tied, and it's insane that the system is set up that way.
0: Yeah, I was like, so he literally has to hurt me before something happens.
1: Right. And it's like, can't this be a a little pinch more preventative?
0: Yeah. I don't think the laws have caught up with uh, the social media.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't think like cyber bullying and stalking and on social media, I don't think it's caught up. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. We're still like on snail mail laws. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that is that is truly wild. And and yet you still choose, you know, to just like kinda of stay in the, the public eye. Uh when did you when did you stop doing the unapologetic feminist like a regular thing? Mm,
0: over a year ago, like regularly, probably over a year ago. So like
1: when you started doing OnlyFans, that's when you were like, I'm gonna phase this out, I'm gonna phase this in?
0: Yeah, I mean I was already kind of phasing it out, um, but then like I got into OnlyFans and sure. it was like I don't have time to do everything
1: yeah okay. Kinda, yeah <laughs> okay so <clears throat> i find it so i guess so otherwise you are like a monogamous couple it sounds like mm-hmm. but it is interesting that you all have had these like multiple conversations regarding only fans mm-hmm. it sounds similar to a conversation like non-monogamous couples would have yeah uh like revisiting boundaries and like what are we cool with and not cool with yeah oh that made me a little feel this way can we so so you know, you were going to start off just doing lingerie photo sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. And uh, <laughs> but you know, it's so tempting to do more. But but what what was what started that progression from like maybe I'll take the top of like what was that about? You
0: get comfortable with it a lot easier than you think you're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I showed boobs. I went from just lingerie to just boobs in the mailers, the PTVs, the paid to view mails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I made a, a lot of money because I was you know people wanted to see, but then you know you know you get that first bunch that like just wants to see but you can't really keep selling your boobs and the and the mailers so then I went to mailers on or boobs on the main feed and you know I didn't jump from uh, five thousand dollars a month I couldn't break that threshold until I showed vagina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know right for me um
1: vagina is the is the five thousand dollar threshold
0: yeah that's when I finally broke it was when I started showing vagina not even my boobs would do it and I have pretty fantastic boobs if I must say so myself I I
1: have not seen yet but I'll have to go check the work (laughs) later Uh, (laughs) but so but at each of these stages like were there new conversations with your husband
0: yeah like at first you know And and
1: how what were his reactions like along the way
0: he was very much like you know. At first, he was fine with lingerie. He was even fine with boobs. Okay. Um, he didn't want like vagina. Neither did I. Um, but then, like the money was just so you know. I was like, you know what? I can make so much money, and the, and he's like, oh fuck it, do it. And uh, if you're comfortable, I'm comfortable. So then I did it. And then you know, after I showed vagina, it came the talk of like, can I work with someone if they're not a man? Mm-hmm. You know, and so. We decided Yeah I can <laughs> Sure
1: uh, Have you done a lot of Collabs like that yet Or
0: I've only collabed With one person mm-hmm. um, Because it's like It's still hard for me Like I don't Yeah, I'm still I guess Kind of prudish I don't know Like <laughs> I can't Like I could, I don't know like I, I definitely want to do a, a few more With a few more people probably But like Just I don't a think few. Just a
1: few.
0: Like I don't think I'll have a ton of people Because it's like it is kind of hard for me I don't know
1: Yeah What what's the difficulty I
0: don't know When it's you say like, it's
1: hard Like what's the what's the emotion you're feeling Is it while you're doing it Is it, is it an anxiety leading up to it? Is it It's like, like- I
0: have to have emotions <laughs> To like have like good sex Mm-hmm. like I can't just have sex with strangers yeah <laughs> it just doesn't work for me and like it works for a lot of people no judgment like but I just I can't do it yeah like I don't know
1: what w- but for like the for like the and purposes of a shoot mm-hmm. you know is uh so that you're kind of committed to like I want to show like good sex or real sex um, yeah. the way you like naturally have sex
0: yeah I mean we were like with my uh shooting partner yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah they're non-binary um and you know we were friends so it wasn't (sighs) the first time we we shot was the first time we met though in person really and that was it was awkward like our stuff we did we've done since then is is better than that first time because like you know it. It is, and then there were people in the other room. Like it was a little meetup, so there uh, were people like there for it, and I'd never met any of them either.
1: Wait, what was the what was the meetup part of it?
0: Um, there was just uh me, them, and two girls just from Twitter, um, had met up for the first time.
1: Okay, while
0: me and them were shooting.
1: Was, like, everyone there to do, like, various shoot No, they were just there to hang out. They were just there, there to so hang out. So we had an yeah, audience. But, <laughs> I was going to say. I was like, I didn't know if they can just hear you in another room. Or if, like, they're just chilling in the corner on oh, their phones. No, they, they were there. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh... Rooting you on, holding a phone. Like. Um,
0: yeah, um my (laughs) my partner i know i
1: legit have a friend in queens who texted me like a couple months ago she's like hey you know i got a scene can you come like hold the camera
0: that is helpful it is helpful
1: then he bailed and it was like well do you want to do the scene i was like great fine (laughs) it is helpful (laughs)
0: um but yeah we had one of them hold the phone and that was definitely made some better angles uh Mm. last time we shot we just did it ourselves and yeah i kind of wish we had a third person there holding the phone for some of it
1: i like the idea you were like well our early work wasn't great but like we've approved upon yeah to you. i mean it wasn't
0: bad <laughs> by any means but you know i think there's a lot of editing like go- we did it in a shower like we decided to do oral sex in a shower okay. and so it, behind scenes you're drowning <laughs> you know there are so many cuts that the people that watch it don't see of us drowning like we were drowning in the pussy like it was it was a real thing (laughs) um so you know not as sexy as you would think i think it came out pretty sexy for Mm. the people but like they don't see all the outtakes.
1: right right so like what makes uh what makes it better now was it what's so much better about the porn you shoot with that person now versus then
0: i'm more comfortable with them for sure now Mm -hmm. like you know just
1: but is your comfort like uh can you like visually kind of can you visually see that like if i was watching like the early maybe not the shower one but like if i was walking <laughs> watching the second scene y'all did and the most recent scene you did you know would i be able to like be like oh she looks a lot more comfortable here
0: you know people called it out in the first few makeout scenes we did um they, they said I looked a little stiff. I looked a little, you know, and it literally it's I just met them. And it's, you know, those first few make out we had put out a couple make out scenes that that was literally the first Ones we did so I th- When it comes to like the mm. first full length I don't think you can really tell but yeah The first few make out ones because it's awkward It's like if me and you just started making out right now Like I don't know would that be awkward for you because it'd be Awkward for me I mean,
1: wh- I, mean <laughs> I, I Don't blame anyone for feeling awkward making Out with me I think that is the correct Policy position <laughs> not Weird for me making out is like one of my favorite Things to do like I used to go to a Make out party here in New York City me too you, Not as what? an
0: adult oh, not in New an York adult. City But as a teenager all, was all the time a
1: fucking wild rambunctious catholic teenager i was
0: making out with everybody just
1: good for you uh just <laughs> find whatever loopholes you want I'm...
0: <laughs> wait are these like adult makeout parties in new york city yeah what? i mean i don't
1: know if they're doing them now my community i apparently had one before covid that i wasn't in town for so i'm looking forward because now the the sex party community i go to like uh-huh. they do a lot of events and and so apparently they started doing makeout parties so i'm like
0: and oh, it's yeah. just making out.
1: Yeah. Well, the, this was a different play, venue, but yeah, they like you couldn't. You can maybe slip in some finger, and uh, if you want to be subtle, but that was like really <laughs> it. You you couldn't be naked, and it is making out only, like no bits and pieces.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. that's actually really awesome because I feel like a lot of adults are like, "That's not. That's just teenage stuff."
1: No. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Yeah. Between I agree. like making out with just totally random people via like a spin the bottle game or some Jenga thing, or just talking vibe and chatting with someone yeah. because isn't that some of the most exciting sexual attention is when you're chatting with someone or yeah. chatting and flirting there's clearly a vibe and connection um and now you're just like waiting for like are we going to make out yeah to me that's way more intense than the are we gonna fuck i could care less about the are we gonna fuck tonight because i'm like if we keep hanging out we'll probably fuck at some point yeah it's not the most you know it's not the end all be all for me yeah but that are we gonna kiss? Are we gonna make out? Yeah. Are our tongues gonna touch? Yeah, that's the fun, exciting, hot stuff. Yeah, for that's me.
0: I feel like more intense than the going from making out to having sex because like no
1: shit. If, <laughs> if I can't make out with someone, or if the make if the kissing isn't like connecting well, it's actually less exciting. Then you know the exciting. fucking is bad. I went I went to like I went to go eat out a stranger at midnight last week because um, <laughs> my life is weird, uh, <laughs> but like but like I, you know I'm going to kiss her and like the chemistry's not, she's like no I just like want someone to like like my pussy. I'm like, okay.
0: And she didn't want you to kiss her first?
1: It wasn't that she didn't want me to kiss her, but like you could... When we... We, I, you know I was like hey can I kiss you and then she's like yeah and then we would kiss and you could tell she's kind of more like waiting for me to just go yeah. down on her and I'm like well that's a little less exciting yeah uh, like hurried
0: up you know like no I don't be rushed hurry up with your
1: weird high school <laughs> antics procedure get to business I'm like alright
0: a lot of adults are like that though I think yeah
1: well I've been like I've been in certain group sex environments where like say there's like a married couple involved and they always say you can fuck her ass and you can fuck her do this don't kiss my wife and I'm like <laughs> Oh yeah!
0: (laughs) You know there are a lot of there are a lot of men that um, I I have known men that they will hook up with other men like they will go down on them but they won't make out with a man because they think that's too intimate.
1: Right again, it's like it's like
0: (sighs) it is kind of intimate. It's intimate, but you know how many germs are in your mouth.
1: No, I do not. I don't know if I wanna know. In my mouth, probably many.
0: Like I mean there's just the mouth is such a dirty, like I don't know. But like, you know, so I feel like that is more kinda of intimate
1: You do make out videos?
0: Yeah, with Do those my, perform well? Um yeah, if we're you know, we do like, you know, naked Naked, okay. Schoolgirl we did. Um
1: But do you do just make out?
0: Yeah, we have a we have a few just they're just little clips or like two minute clips and okay. people like them
1: I was because I I thought I was thinking uh, not too long ago like oh I, I wonder if that is a thing because I would love to do makeout porn yeah I was you like should I, try and well, see well yeah because I have friends who I would like pitch that I, I was thinking like oh I could pitch that to Amelia like you know it's was like yeah. oh we're friends like we But but uh, I was I didn't even know if that was a thing which is kind of the fun part of like playing around in this space that I'm not yeah. used to and uh, you know it's you're. Doing quite well in, but also only for, like, a year or two. Yeah. Right? This whole, like, oh, what are we going to do on camera sexually world that the porn stars have just been doing for forever and, like, negotiating that. Like, I I never thought I would say to someone, like, do you want to do a blowjob scene (laughs) for your benefit? Like that's a weird concept to me because yeah. I, in my sex life, would never be like, "Would you just like to suck my dick? I'm sure you'll love it." Yeah, I'm not, I'm not you know, I don't do that. So it's so weird, right? Like to like. I mean, pro- they
0: might depends on what they're into.
1: They might, but like it's just the, my attitude is more like to like, oh, give first, take later. But then in you know with porn, it's like no, 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 no they love blowjob scenes. Please let me do. A blo- yeah. So I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm not well, my instinct.
0: <laughs> you got to think like when you're watching a TV show, like those makeout scenes, are, I mean, they're hot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Don't you feel like that? I mean, that they don't show a lot of sex on TV show. It's usually I about mean, hot why I had to,
1: That's why I had to jerk off to until yeah, I was like 14.
0: Exactly. Like it's usually mostly making out and then alluding to the fact that they had sex. So that definitely sells. But you know what? I think it probably sells more um, girl, girl and guy, guy, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. honestly, when it comes to making out. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I'm sure boy girl does. Well,
1: there's definitely something but. about like a tr- you know the transgressive act. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, is there a type of porn that you want to shoot that you've not shot yet?
0: Mm. Mm. Just different scenes, probably. We mm. want to shoot in like a jacuzzi in Vegas, that like a hot tub in Vegas. They have one we're looking at that's like literally like a hanging. Like a hanging hot tub, so you're a like hanging hot tub. Yeah, like you're like in a building, you know. You can see you're just pretty much outside. You can see all the buildings. I mean, we filmed in the mountains, like uh, we were pretty high up, and you could see the scenery. I really like changing, changing it up. Not, mm. I, I I feel like they don't want to see constantly just you in a bed. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I kind of like adding that like little extra thing that they don't see every day. It doesn't have to be crazy sex. It just has to be like something unique.
1: Dope. And do you think that doing porn is something you're going to continue doing as a career shift? Is there something else that creatively you would like to do? Um, Is unapologetic feminist in a way going to come back in a different form?
0: I have like... I only want to do it for like a few years. Yeah. I think. Um it's not something that like I want to do forever. Like it's fun. It's fun. And I, you know, get to experience like, uh, non-binary and girl, girl stuff, which I never got to. My partner's non-binary, but they're more femme presenting. Mm -hmm. So I get to experience like those areas that I wouldn't. Um, and I get to make the kind of money that I wouldn't make elsewhere. Like, I just wouldn't. And so my main goal with it really is to put that money somewhere, you know, in different places that I will be able to never have to work for somebody else again Mm -hmm. and do whatever I want creatively for the rest of my life. Because like, I'm always probably going to be doing something creative because that's just my passion. Like, I think that's why I excel at OnlyFans is one, because a big platform I get the people over there. Are, is from TikTok. And so I get to be creative that way. And two, I do a lot of different creative, you know, I mean, just themes and, you know, uh, I did a Star Wars and I I bought a a lightsaber dildo that lit up and it had sounds and 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 people went nuts for that. I I did a Pikachu one where I have a Pikachu tail butt plug and like I mean I really commit to the scene. <laughs> um, things like that. Um I love being creative and I I really think that that's that's one area of where I excel and I think that's why I do well. So I would love to take the money from that and put it into another area where I can also be creative and yeah, I'm always going to be, and I'm always going to use my voice and be an activist. The main thing I want to do is empower women. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I want to teach women how to do this if they want to do it. I want to put together a course because all the courses out there, like $150, $200. I want to put together maybe a $20 course on
1: OnlyFans. Yeah. That people
0: can afford to do. I want to teach Uh, women you know how to succeed in different areas i want to get into the stock market and crypto and then i want to teach women how to do that so it it definitely all comes back to i want to empower women yeah it's that's a big passion of mine so it'll always it'll always circle back there
1: that's awesome that's awesome and so where can people go to find you to find your work
0: um it's hey guido so, you can go on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and then, of course, OnlyFans. Um, but the hay is with two Ys, which is basically just because when I signed up for a Twitter account, one Y was taken.
1: <laughs> oh, no, definitely, definitely. Some guy down the shore in Jersey uh, definitely had Nate hey Guido. <laughs> yeah. Taken. Yeah. So Probably you know, my cousin.
0: So, you got to put in the double Y there, <laughs> and you can find me across platforms.
1: Fantastic! Well, people, go check uh, go check all that out, and uh, thanks again for making time to, to chat with me. I hope you enjoy your your time in New York. Thank you. And why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody?
0: Goodbye, everybody! Thanks so much for listening. I had a really fun time filming it, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. <laughs>
1: Have you ever wanted to call into the man whore podcast and hear your comments or hear your question in your earbuds, then call in today for the month of October only. We're testing this out. I'm, try- I'm just trying to see, is there a demand for this? Okay. If I don't get calls, if I don't get messages left, you know, I'm, I'm not going to keep it going. But for the month of October, if you want to leave a audio comment or question, that you might hear on the podcast, call in to 646-580-1351. Again, that's 646-580-1351. If you're a little more shy and you'd rather write it down, you can always, always, always send me an email with your questions, your comments, your criticisms, your whore podcast fan art. I don't know. You can send any and all of that over to manhorpod at gmail.com. And if you want to share your comments and thoughts on this week's episode or any of our past episodes, we'd love to hear them in the Champagne Room. Introduce yourself today at manhorpondcom slash discord. I know at the outro here, I always give you a bunch of things like, and maybe you catch one or two of them. Don't. It's always in the show notes. If you're ever just like, what was the thing? It's, what's the phone number? It's in the show notes, people. All of them are always in the show notes. You know what else is in the show notes? A link to see my dick. Yeah, if you want to see more of Billy for some crazy reason, if you want to see some of the sexual shenanigans I have with my really, really sexy friends like Lucy Moon or Sonia Harcourt or even my ex, Miss Giggles, you can go follow that at OnlyFans.com slash Billy. Hey, look, buying my nudes, ordering customs, paying the flirt with me in the DMs, that's a great way to support the show. But if you want to support the show with my pants on, I very much understand that. We'd love to have you join Fan Whore Nation on Patreon so I can keep doing what I'm doing here, you know? Become a member today. Support the podcast that you love for as little as $2 at patreon.com slash podcast. Oh y'all, I, I mean, some of y'all know this who follow me uh, closely on Instagram, and some of y'all have heard me slip little hints here and there, like girlfriend this, girlfriend that. In due time, I promise to gush and share more. But for now, I just I just want to like give you the quickest update that like my heart is so full right now. My heart is so so full, like my balls, you know. And just um, I, Billy's feeling real good. Stay slutty, everybody. Dogecoin to the moon, ready to buy the dip. Start investing in cryptocurrency today with Coinbase, and you can get ten dollars worth of Bitcoin for free after signing up at manwhorepod.com/slash. Crypto. Come on, how much longer is this fiat thing going to last?